3: Your main event introducing the hosts of Wrestling with Freddy, Jeff Di
2: and Freddy Prince Jr. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Wrestling with Friends, the WWE Draft is here on its way and the top two picks to no one's surprise were The Bloodline and Cody Rhodes. In AEW, Roderick Strong makes his debut on AEW Dynamite as he comes to the rescue of his dear friend, Mr. Adam Cole, baby. Also, a huge update on All All In from Wembley Stadium. Over 40,000 have registered for the pre-sale codes. Bad Bunny is coming to WWE Smackdown from Puerto Rico this Friday. Finally, Talking about Puerto Rico, Backlash is this Saturday. Will Cody defeat the Beast Brock Lesnar? This has been Biff Michelson. Good evening and good luck. How's Biff Michelson, Jeff? How are you?
4: Uh, I gotta say, I've, uh, I haven't i have been here, you know, since day one of the podcast. I don't even know if Biff Michelson has, but he has been a huge part of the podcast. Well, shout out to Biff Michelson. Biff,
2: Biff is new. Tip, Biff is new. We just we named him in this moment, and Biff, thanks you. You told big, me to say thank you. Big fan of Biff. Uh, what's up, brother? How was your week? Big wrestling week. We, it was a big wrestling week. Family was good. My son played some flag football and had a sick juke that knocked the, that made this kid knock himself over. And everybody went, "Whoa, who's that little guy?" Because nice. my son's real little, but he looked like Warwick Dunn out there this week. And uh, their team won, so congratulations to the the Tiny Rams. They kicked some booty this weekend. And other than that, I watched uh, MJF and Sammy Guevara become best friends. And I watched the Usos and Kevin and Sammy beat the living crap out of each other. How about you, sir? How was your week and weekend?
4: Felt good. I was in Indianapolis. Uh, I watched – it's funny because, you know, I just said big wrestling week there there was some good wrestling stuff that happened, but whenever it's one of these draft things there's not a lot of wrestling it's a lot of just drafting and then we just go a lot right. of
2: tag matches
4: yeah, they bring back these old guys to come back hey here's road dogg he's going to tell you which one of the NXT people you've never heard of is getting drafted uh yeah but not trying to be negative still it was still a fun week of wrestling just saying it was a little you know it was Not as exciting as it could be. And maybe that's because backlash is coming up, you know? Jeff
2: hates the old guys. (laughs) No, I love the old guys.
4: I love (laughs) the old guys.
2: Um, It was a big week. The draft's always big. To me, working there, the draft wasn't important to them. It was just a way to move talent from the tape show to the live show uh, to see if they would sink or swim. Or if they wanted to give someone an opportunity, they'd say, hey, So-and-so, you want to get off the live show, we'll put you on SmackDown for a bit and if worked out with their schedule, then all of a sudden, boom, that they get drafted. But it is important in the regards in regards to who's getting a chance on the main show, which is Monday Night Raw, right? That's where opportunities are earned. That's where, like I said before, you sink or swim everything's scarier when it's live. It's not harder, it's just scarier. Some people don't worry about that fear and it, and it motivates them and other people freeze up. And you see that on Monday Night Raw, which is one of the craziest things if you think about it in show business. No other television show puts people in a situation where if they fail, it's over, unless they're like the ultimate professional comedian, right, where they can improv. But these are people that have been on TV sometimes a matter of months, and mm. all of a sudden they're on Monday Night Raw, and they have to remember a promo that they didn't get a week with, like Saturday Night Live. They got about thirty-five minutes, and it's so hardcore. Which is like
4: I—that's always the part that's so impressive to me. Also, like how Absolutely. perfect are they nailing it, or do they just kind of have to hit the bullet points? Is it like a script where you?
2: It depends, okay. man. There were there were times where you know the the powers that be would say, you know, here's bullet points, and just make sure you you get us from point A to point B and make sure that this moment in the middle happens. Anything you want to do outside of that, cool. And then there are other wrestlers where the powers that be would be like, you say it word for word. You nail this, nail this promo, nail this script. So it just depends on the, on the talent and what they think of them. Sometimes it would be a test, which to me was so hardcore and counterproductive. Like you're going to test on live TV, right? Like that's not where you see if someone has it, like, especially on your biggest show that's you, you, you build them up slowly, right? Like, like old Hollywood used to do. No, we don't. F you. be good now. You know, wrestler X from FCW was suddenly on Monday Night Raw having never cut a promo in a crowd bigger than, you know, 200 people. And that's a lot to put on any, you know, young or old professional who's trying to to make it in show business, let alone professional wrestling where not only do they have to have an entire fight scene memorized and choreographed, but they have to memorize dialogue in minutes. Minutes. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy, not to get sidetracked, but it's just cool. It's a cool opportunity for everyone that goes to Raw. Um, SmackDown's a big show too, and is treated with more respect than it used to be. But um, shout out to the Raw cast. Shout out to Mister Cody Rhodes. Shout out to Becky Lynch. Shout out to Gunther
4: getting a shot, seat at the table, seat at the yeah. table. Yeah. What movie is that from? No idea. It sounded like you said like Macho the, Man Randy Savage though.
2: The program. Do you remember that football movie? James no, Connors, the coach. Oh, this was a good side quest, dude. Good college football movie. Talked about like the corruption uh, and the money that goes behind the scenes and, and how the city and the college runs the city and all this. And there was this one guy named Latimer and he was taking crazy steroids, like all of the steroids, just so he could make the team. And he finally makes it from special teams to starting defense. And he goes, Yeah. Seat at the table. Yeah. <laughs> and one one coach goes to the other and he goes, You make sure Latimer knows they're piss testing on Friday, okay?
4: <laughs> <laughs> ah, I love that. One football movie with some wrestlers in it that uh if you don't want you you don't want to watch it if you still wanna like those wrestlers. Don't 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 go back and revisit an Adam Sandler movie <laughs> that has some wrestlers in it. Oh no, the there's, Longest Yard. Yeah, there's some scenes in there that if modern times were to look at it, we would be having a pretty big um, social issues, I think.
2: Oh, no, they'd be canceled?
4: Oh, yeah. There's a scene that I. every time my buddy goes, Then you got to cancel
2: Burt Reynolds, too, because he did the first one that they did the remake of. So now
4: you have to cancel two generations of actors, yeah, but, uh, the whole the, cast. Uh, is the script exactly the same? Hell no no yeah exactly I don't think so there's just some scene uh, we'll talk about it when we're not on camera that you go oh god how did this make it onto a, a movie screen um, what was I going to say I was just glad about the draft I don't know if we're talking about it that they didn't break up the Street Profits which I was very happy about I, I was nervous they were yeah, going to break up the Street stupid. Profits and uh, so I'm glad that that's my
2: daughter would have been crushed that's her <laughs> yeah. favorite tag team
4: yeah, that's she would have been annihilated so I'm glad that happened and then uh, also I'm just confused Confused. You got Cody Rhodes on the opposite show as Roman Reigns. Okay, but doesn't this remind you of that story I told you last
2: week? Where Yeah, no, everything you're saying makes he's sense He's not going to get the opportunity. It's going to be hard times
4: for Cody Rhodes on Monday yeah. Night Raw, baby. It's going to be Which hard times, baby. Good times for, for Mr. Brock Lesnar. Good times for Mr. Brock Lesnar this week.
3: All right, so
2: listen, Mr. Rhodes, let's go to Backlash and let's talk Brock Lesnar versus Cody Rhodes. Brock Lesnar has still not told us why he was such a dick in Los Angeles and, and smashed Cody all over the place. They haven't revealed that. Hopefully there's a Paul Heyman tie in there somewhere and they haven't just forgotten about that completely because other than that, they don't have too much of a reason to fight. Um, however, I'm more excited to see this match than any of the other matches on the card. I love Cody Rhodes. My daughter loves Cody Rhodes. Shout out to Cody Rhodes. And Brock Lesnar is freaking awesome, man. He's a unicorn. Like nobody looks like him. Nobody can do what he does. He's, you know, almost double his age from when he first started wrestling and he still looks just as sick. Like It's like having a legit unicorn on your team. Everybody wants that uh even Voldemort one day I kept him alive was the unicorn blood um so <laughs> hopefully I want Cody to win but now I'm I'm all in on the hard time story and I think Brock's going to kill him and I think he might kill him the way he killed John Cena back in the day where it was like a borderline squash match what say you
4: yeah I think um I think Brock crushes Cody Rhodes I'm I, I'm no I've I've drank the Kool Aid. I think Brock is. Uh, I I think that we are doing the hard time storyline. And even if not, why would you have Cody Rhodes beat Brock? It makes no sense. I think that I revenge.
2: Think- revenge is why, Jeff. No, don't okay. you believe in revenge? Are you that nice and sweet? You've never gone for revenge. No, revenge is
4: fine. It's sweet. But I- I don't think people even think about like their memories are so short. They're not going. Oh, he never got his rematch. You know, like, I I don't think that they. I don't think that they think like that. I, I don't think that people. Um, well,
2: who do you think the people think are going to win this match? Do you think that it's like ninety Cody, ten percent
4: Brock? Yep, because people are so. They, I don't know. If- I knew it. I don't know if over is the right word, but like they definitely just drank that Cody Rhodes Kool-Aid. The same people that hated him when he was stardust and hated him when he was a blah, blah, blah are all. They they didn't even like him in AEW really that much. And now they're all crazy crazy about Cody. Yeah,
0: you're
2: right.
4: Yeah. So I think that they're all that believe that he got screwed, which also makes people like a person. If they think, oh, he should have won against Roman. That makes them feel like, oh. Bret Hart a
2: lot of latitude.
4: Deserve something or whatever. So I think uh I think they all think Cody's gonna win and Brock's gonna break their hearts.
2: Okay, y'all. So everyone listening, remember this episode and remember the last episode. Because I think Jeff's right. I think most people are all in on Cody. I kind of hope they're right. Um, just I really like him and his wrestling so it was good then, but it's even better now. Like His ring psychology, he's got it all figured out, man. That crazy three matches with Seth Rollins was such a good story. They were <laughs> so good, man. But remember, we said at first, he's going to lose, and he's going to get beat the hell up, and it's going to be hard times, baby. It's going to be hard times. I think that's what – I get more convinced
4: – with every single minute he's on camera, that, that's exactly what they're doing. It does give us a nice reason to root for him to lose, too, which is kind of fun. Because, you know, yeah, I don't want him to lose. I like him, but it's one of those things like, uh It makes know, it okay. It makes you right. Yeah, I was like, Freddie said it. Freddy's buddy or whatever your, your friend's <laughs> yeah, name I is. Yeah, I didn't like. say it. My, my buddy is the
2: prognosticator of prognosticators.
4: But man. it makes he me feel smart step. when I go, oh, yes, they're doing it. But I, even though I didn't, you know, just makes me feel smart. All right. Moving down the line. Let's do it.
2: Sir, we're going to talk about Bianca Belair and what has to be nearing the end of this story with Damage Control Mm -hmm. versus EO Sky. Bianca's been drafted over to SmackDown. Um, I don't know what that means for for her. I think it's probably they're just trying to give someone else an opportunity over there because Becky was on SmackDown Um, for a little bit. She was on maternity leave for most of her SmackDown (laughs) tenure. So we got Bianca versus EO Sky. I have softened a bit on Bianca since she first won the title. I would have liked to see her, and maybe she's not given the freedom on the microphone, but it still looks a little tight sometimes, and that's either they're making her stay on script or she needs to stay on script. I would like to see them let go a little bit with that or maybe just see her relax a little bit in her promos um, versus Sky, who they won't let speak. Because English wasn't her first language, even though she speaks English. (laughs) Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, man. It's just like, well, there's an accent. No one can understand. Vince doesn't know. Bro, they did it to English-speaking dudes like Drew, Drew McIntyre. Sorry, Drew McIntyre. So they did that with Drew McIntyre. When I first worked there, they called him up from FCW, and they're like, you have to lose the accent. Yeah, you know, I was like, that's what? my voice. So you're going to – like, you can't make him do that. He's not a trained actor. <laughs> he's,
4: not, he's never worked on his voice. He's a big-ass dude from Scotland. I think I've shared this on the podcast before, but for a long time, Becky didn't get her push because Vince didn't understand what she was saying. She would just speak, yeah. and then he's like, what is she saying out there? Does anyone, and everyone's like, yeah, we can hear her fine. Like, we all understand, but Vince has got, like, a filter on his ear that if you don't speak perfect, he doesn't know what you're talking about. Exactly. <laughs> so the setup for this match has, has
2: been too long for, for, for my taste. It ran out of gas a, a while ago and and. I don't think should end with EO Sky, but I, I think it probably will. But they're going to wrestle. EO's going to be insane and do blind backflips without even bothering. Blind, meaning she doesn't even bother to look to see if the person's in the right position. She's just trusting them. And it's the ultimate trust fall with a twist and a triple flip and everything else against one of the strongest chicks in professional wrestling who can catch you in midair, do whatever she wants to you. So I'm looking forward to a. Uh, Big guy, little guy, only big girl, little girl type match. What about you, sir?
4: Um, I mean, we're witnessing Damage Control breaking up, right? I mean, they're, they're going to just have us watch it. They, they haven't even been together that long. I mean, I remember we, us talking about it on this podcast when when Damage Control got together. It seemed like a cool little stable. They're already breaking up. Not much to show for her. I feel like this will be a forgotten stable. Yeah, I, I think this is really a no match, really. I think, you know, Bianca Belair, there's zero chance they make, EO Sky, the champ, you know, so I think it's kind of a silly, I think this match will be when I go to get beer and uh, snacks.
3: This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he
1: is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
2: I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling. And it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together. And that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi. I'm Freddie Prince Jr., and on my podcast Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate, because things can get pretty tricky, quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me? sharing memories and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the My Cultura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, stay Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tura shows wherever you listen to podcasts.
3: At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Now to
2: a championship match that I know we're both going to enjoy. The SmackDown Women's Champion. Yes. Rhea Ripley, one of our favorites versus friend of the show, the amazing... Miss Selena Vega. And we're rooting for you, Selena. However, Rhea Ripley is a killer. And I don't know how anybody's... I think she's going to get a run the way Bianca's gotten a run. A a plus-year title reign where everyone, every single storyline is to make, at the end of the day, Rhea look even more credible. Um, And then eventually, I guess, they still love Ronda. So when Ronda Rousey gets healthy, then they'll probably do something with the two of them. Um, what about
4: you, Matt? Are you excited for this match? No, I'm I'm not because I already know the outcome, right? Like there's just zero chance Rhea Ripley's gonna lose. And I love Zelina Vega.
2: It's tough yeah. to get anyone to believe that it's not. Here we go. The bloodline versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn and Matt Riddle. And we say the bloodline that includes both Uso brothers and their younger brothers, Solo Sokoa. Matt Riddle and him have been having good beef. I've I've liked Riddle since his since he's made his return. Um, he's right in the mix with with top dudes. Triple threat match is tough for me to usually get into. AEW's only had two since I started watching AEW that I like. Um, Not triple threat, but uh, six-man tags, I'm in. Uh, so I'm hoping I like this because I love Kevin Owens. Like, nobody can give me more hype for a match than when he just has his like, three sentence, I don't care. I don't want to talk anymore. I just want to punch you in the face. Let's <laughs> go right now. And I'm like, yeah, let's go let's punch somebody in the face. And he'll do like the least amount of talking these days in the promos where it used to just be like 90% Kevin. Oh, yeah. But uh, 10% Kevin is awesome. I love him. And I'm looking forward to watching it. And I hope I dig it as as much as I'm looking forward to it because I love everybody in the match.
4: I like everybody in the match except Matt Riddle. Not crazy about Matt Riddle, but, I you know, the story. like Not a Riddle guy? I'll never get Are tired Were you mad of... you
2: didn't catch his flip-flops like when he kicked <laughs> yeah. the flip-flop and, and he also... just missed it?
4: A little spoiler for the fans, or like a little little, a little inside information for wrestling fans. If you're ever at a match and you do catch Matt Riddle's uh, flip-flop, a security guard comes and takes it from you and says, I need that no. back. Yeah, they, he, gets his, no. he gets his flip-flop back, so that's frustrating. If you catch a flop, you keep the flop. I'm keeping it, and then they're going to go, you have to leave. And I go, nope, keeping the he flop. flip, He flipped it off his foot. I know. They, they come and grab it. Stupid, right? What do you get? What do they give you? Nothing. They just go, hey, I need that back. What do you mean, you nothing? It. Nothing. They give you nothing. It's not like a foul ball in baseball. It's it's worse. It's it's way 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 worse. It's we true. need to start a hashtag. Maybe this will just get Matt Riddle a nice flip flop endorsement, anyways. That way he has one yeah. per venue that he could, doesn't have to worry about uh, losing some flip flops. Yo,
2: Tiva, step up, Tiva. Yeah, what on. the hell? You want to start selling stuff besides to, to River Rafters? You put your, your sandals and your flip flops on Matt Riddle. <laughs> you call him the Riddles. You just give him his own, yeah. just like they did Air Jordan. And then boom, your sales go up and kids can actually keep the, the,
4: the, yeah. the flops that, that get flipped. Also, The Rock never went into the audience and went and grabbed his <laughs> elbow pad. No, he, he said, hey, that's one per one per people's elbow. Some fans going home.
2: I'm going to need that back, young man.
4: Yeah, I got the people's elbow when he did it to Mankind. You, they're, they're they're all remembering him. Oh, I remember when he did the people's elbow and so-and-so. I got that elbow guard. Um, no, this match, the Bloodline versus Kevin Owens, Sam Zane and Matt Riddle. I've got the Bloodline. I feel like they can't uh, lose. Also, when are they going to name that flying Samoan spike that... Uh, that Solo Sequoia does. What do you mean? It's called the Samoan Spike. That's the name of it. But he does like a flying one lately. Like he's like, does it jump it up? It's almost like a Superman punch slash one. It's, it's, it's a
2: jumping Samoan Spike. Yeah. Don't you know wrestling, bro? I, I just wish that it. they'd
4: have a separate name <laughs> for it, you know? Oh, he got yeah, him with the, the, with the, the Superman Spike.
2: You. you could call it that. That's pretty cool. Cause I think Roman would get mad and then that could give him a little storyline where he's like, hey, I don't like the name of that. <laughs> I don't I don't think your father would like to know. I don't think anybody in the family would like to know <laughs> that.
4: Because he's stealing his she's stealing his shit. Yeah, but what a that was my silly, Roman Reigns impression. I don't think this guy knows how family works. If he's getting mad that his relatives are using similar <laughs> yeah. things as Bro, he gets
2: he gets mad at everything, man. He's yeah. he's like the meanest godfather ever. That's when they say absolute power corrupts absolutely. He Roman Reigns is being corrupted. That is true. He's been
4: corrupted. He's, He's like the brother that power. writes his name on all of his crap in the house. He's like, this is mine. This is mine. Don't Draw, use it. Draws a line down yeah. the middle of the room so that you know you can't cross <laughs> He's it. like, I'm your brother. Yeah, but this is mine. Don't wear my pants. Don't listen yeah, to my Roman,
2: CDs. Roman Reigns is the kind of guy that would create borders between states. That's <laughs> the kind of guy Roman Reigns yeah. is. Not a good family team player. All right. It's time to talk celebrity fighting. This month's celebrity and professional wrestling is once again, Mr. Bad Bunny versus Mr. Damian Priest. They used to be boys. The first Mm -hmm. time Bad Bunny joined WWE for a little thing against Miz, Damian Priest was his homie. Damian Priest, that was the the debut of of people learning Damian Priest spoke fluent Spanish. And he, he cut a promo in Spanish with Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny did very well. In his, in his match, probably not as well as Logan Paul. I think most people would agree on that, but he did very well. You could tell he worked hard, and now he's back in Puerto Rico. This is going to be insane. People are going to go nuts. Damian Priest is a really solid wrestler, and I actually think this match is going to be good. I'm not big on celebrities. Look, if if I was into it, I would be in one, all right? I would have done it a million times. I'm not a big fan of it. The one little thing I did, I could tell the fans did not want me in there. <laughs> they were glad that I got checked up. So I don't think it, it has any place. However, as times change, so do opinions. And I honestly think this is going to be a good match. You probably disagree completely, and you're probably right. But
4: what do you think? I don't think it's going to be a good match at all. <laughs> here's the thing Bad Bunny is so stinking famous One of the most famous people In modern times I I, I constantly yeah. talk about The time I saw him At the Lakers game And he got a bigger pop Than Jack Nicholson Like the, the place went crazy <laughs> And I was like how? How does it Who is this Bad Bunny guy? I just could I'm still in shock Years later At his celebrity So here's the thing He's bad dude He's a bad But he's runner. not famous enough To have his own match In wrestling In my opinion Wait cause as far as like the wrestling part, like carrying a wrestling match. Bro,
2: he's the baddest of all bunnies. What are you talking about? He's better yeah, yeah, than Bugs yeah.
4: Bunny. Yeah, but I wouldn't watch Bugs Bunny wrestle either. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to see oh, that. Oh, he was he was good in that one episode. <laughs> <laughs> and then Damien Priest <laughs> isn't famous enough to, like, carry this match for me on the wrestling side. So it's kind of like uh, I just don't really I, – I can't imagine. Here's the thing. I get it. Bad Bunny's very famous. I get it. And then it's in Puerto Rico. So I get it. I get why they're doing it. I just don't think this will be a match that I'm going to be, you know. Can Damian Priest make Bad Bunny look like a good wrestler in there? Is that, I mean. I I feel like The Miz
2: makes everyone look great, right? So this is where you'll figure out if Bad Bunny can do it. I think they put them together because they have the relationship. So I feel like these guys have been working on this for a while now. Okay, And that's why I think it can be good. That said, who do you think going to win this match that you don't want to watch?
4: Bad Bunny. <laughs> They're going to let Bunny win.
2: Bad Bunny win. in his hometown. They got he's going to beat Damian Priest. I'll go the other way. There's I'm There's not belt say, or anything. It's just a straight fight. You know, I'm going to say it's going to be bad news for all the Puerto Ricans on the card. Zelina's going to lose. And Bad Bunny's going to lose, too, despite Ray trying to help out and and make the save and I think Damian Priest will get the win cuz they're protecting the judgment day without giving them much story more than I've seen them protect anyone as far as like wins and losses, they had to give the one back to edge with Finn but other than that it's just win 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 for the judgment day I think they'll win again you can't beat Bad Bunny in Puerto Rico in Puerto Rico the play, I, the they'll set go, the country on crazy. fire yeah, going <laughs> <Killed Damian Priest. laughs> yeah going like they'll go nuts kill Damien Priest. they'll was a soccer match a- in Columbia cut his head or off. something <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ they will, they're do great they. I've told the story when they were like throwing Batteries at the bad guy when he won the match. Like, granted, I was like eight, but still, man, it was hardcore back then. Things have gotten harder, not softer. We've got a triple threat with your guy, Bronson Reed, Bobby Lashley, and Austin Theory. I'm not too hyped about this match, but I. I, I love Bobby Lashley. I like Austin Theory, and I'm still, I'm still watching Bronson Reed. I don't know if I, if I like him yet or not. What about yeah. you? You're probably excited. You like Bronson,
4: right? Yeah, I love Bronson Reed. I think this will be cool, I guess. I mean, I've never been a big uh, United States championship belt guy, um, but I like all three of these guys, so I don't think it'll be a good, fun, fun match. I'm, I believe Austin Theory will win is what I believe. I agree with you,
2: and that will take us to Jeff's favorite match of the night and our final. Seth freaking Rollins, I don't care what you dress up as. You could put the, the fruit thing on your head and come out and dance a samba because I think you're too good. So suck it. No matter how much you try to make me hate you, you come out with a French braid. And I'd just be like, you know what? I hated it, but it's the best French braid I've ever seen. Wow. So Seth Rollins versus your new Faith, Omas. Hopefully with Mr. MVP at his side for a little interference, you know, mm-hmm. a little shadiness. Seth Rollins versus Omos seemed out of the blue, which honestly makes me think Seth might lose this match and put Omas over and get like a little injury and a little vacation time. I don't know how else to frame this match, at least in my head, based on my experience. Otherwise, you're just like jobbing out Omas for no reason at all. Right. I get it. You know what I mean? Like you got to build them up to take him down. And they've only been taking him down lately. So I feel like Seth is going to do business and and eat a one, two, three. Now, I'm sure there'll be some MVP interference, right? Some shadiness so that it's not just a clean win. But what do you what do you think? This is your guy? This yeah. is your guy and my guy with the
4: bad wardrobe. Here's the thing. This match had no business happening. It makes no sense. No lead up, no anything. And you can't keep having Almas lose. If you're, if you're building this guy as a giant and he's supposed to be like this, you know, maybe it's made, not like the future of wrestling, but a future star in wrestling, you can't keep having him lose. And so since there's no belt on the line, since there's really no stakes, since there's really no story, I think Seth Rollins loses here in, in any fashion that they can make it happen, however they justify in the writer's room. I think Seth Rollins loses here. If Seth Rollins doesn't lose here and there's no belt, no story, no reason, no stakes, then that's 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 insane. And they're doing almost dirty, in my opinion. So I think almost wins. I'll be very happy. It'll be a very forgettable match for everyone. No one's, you know, it's it's not like, you know, a year from now, they're going to be like, but almost beat Seth Rollins. Like, I don't think anyone's going to care. And I think it's a real kind of, these are the type of matches I love, but not most of the wrestling fans and not most of the wrestling <laughs> universe. So I think Seth Rollins loses. I hope Seth Rollins loses. I hope Omos uh, does great. And if he doesn't, it'll be a very confusing match for me. Jeff, do you know what time it is? Um, uh, I'm just waiting for the music. Let me cue it up real quick. They raised <laughs> the budget,
2: so I got all these like voice people doing all these great jingles for us. Let me find it. Here it is.
4: It's Jeff' Dye's hot tag of the week. Yeah, I love the yeah, uh, the Hot tag. This week, uh, there was a, an announcement. I don't know how long it's been circling around in the uh, in the in the back rooms or or the public square, but Vince McMahon and the WWE are being sued uh, by uh, by a ex writer previous writer. I don't know how long she hasn't been in the writer's room. I don't even know if she was a real writer, but she was in the writer's room and heard many, many, allegedly she heard many pitches that she found to be racially insensitive and, uh, and... Uh, offensive to her and uh, she didn't like the stereotypes that were being used specifically racial stereotypes that were being pitched in the writer's room when she went to complain about it someone said to her I feel it was another female in the office said it's the writer's room that's what happens they're just pitching ideas and whatever but then some other people have agreed with her and said yeah some of these ideas are ignorant and stupid uh, one of the one of the things that was used as an example in the filing was a wrestler who was uh, Indian descent they pitched that he could be like part he was part of 9/11 when it happened and they were like oh that's you know pretty insensitive and insane and racist here's the thing it's' WWE. It's pro wrestling. It's insane. That's like, that's like the kind of how it's always been. Like, they need to have the freedom to. talk about these ideas and just see and then and then smarter minds will prevail and go hey that's a stupid idea we're not going to make a guy have a 9-11 background like but the idea you shouldn't be able to sue them over i'm annoyed at this because i'm a comedian and you got to take risks and it's about like you know trying something so i'm very very annoyed about it and wrestling has a long past of making insane television that we love uh the best example i could come up with might not be the best example but here it is sometimes you'll say to someone oh hey you know, you look like so-and-so. And And they'll go, oh, just because I'm the same race? And you're like, if I thought you looked like someone, the odds are it would be someone of the same race. It's not necessarily, (laughs) like, no one's ever- You don't think I look like Bruce Lee? No, that's the thing. No one's ever gone, Jeff, you look like uh, Ben Affleck. And I go, oh, because we're both white? It's like, yeah, it's definitely going to be a white person that you think I look like. All that being said, it's getting carried away. It's getting ridiculous. Nobody should be sued over pitching ideas, no matter how stupid the ideas. Ideas start stupid sometimes and become great. Roddy Piper is not from Glasgow. He's from Portland, Oregon.
2: (laughs) Jeff, tell the people where you're going to be this weekend. (laughs)
4: I'm going to be in La Jolla, which is right next to San Diego, at the Comedy Store Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Come see me. Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of my co-host, who, by the way, I don't know if anyone's ever
2: told you, you look just like Danny Trejo. Oh, yeah. Mr. Jeff Guy. <laughs> I'm Freddie prince Jr. <laughs> and thanks for listening to Wrestle with Friends. Peace.
4: Follow us on Instagram, Wrestling with Freddie. Twitter is WWFreddiePod. Follow us on all the socials so you can submit your questions for the Federation.
2: This has been a production of iHeart's My Cultura Podcast Network. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
1: Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card.